What is up, podcast listeners? Thank you for giving me a few moments of your day to listen to this podcast. This is the Matt Baxter Show. I'm your host, Matt Baxter, and this podcast is about purpose, passion, and calling. Super stoked to have you as a listener because we're going to dive into some awesome, intense stories about people who are going through this journey of this thing called life, and we're all just figuring this out together. But seriously, you're giving me a little bit of your time, and I want to make sure it's valuable and worthwhile. So have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was getting this podcast off the ground, we first started as the Wedgecast, evolved into the Matt Baxter Show. There was a lot of questions that we had, like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show in all the different places like Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, Zencaster, all these different places. And yet it just seemed very, very complicated. But the simple thing for us as we began to navigate the waters is the answer to every single one of these questions, questions excuse me, was really simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Yeah, free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise in your podcast. That means you can get paid podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, making money. Okay, it's sweet. It's easy. It's not a big cheap plug on an ad, but it's just simple and easy to use. So for us, it's one of the best parts about it is we can do it entirely remote or in studio. So you can record, you've got that really, really high, you know, high in the sky person that you're going to have as a guest on your podcast. You got to do it remote. Anchor is easy to use. You got people who are willing to come to your studio, your house, your office, wherever you're recording it. Boom. Anchor. Love it. Simple, easy, simple and easy to use. So if you ever want to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear your podcast. What's up, podcast listeners? On this episode of the podcast, I'm hanging out with a local company, a local guy, a local amazingly impactful organization that you need to know about um, called NeuroPeak Pro. But specifically in this episode, I'm chatting, smack talking a little bit with Nick Bolheis, who is their vice president, vice president of clinical services at NeuroPeak Pro. NeuroPeak Pro is basically how to improve your brain, right? So there's so much going on in the world about mental health. There's so much going on in the world about your physical well-being. There's so much going on in, in the world about how you stretch, how you eat healthy, but not a lot of effort is put into how do you train your brain to become better. And so that's what NeuroPeak Pro does. And so I've actually had the chance to go through some of their different uh, some some of their different programs, get the brain test, realize, man, I'm uh, I, I here's some areas that I'm doing really well. Here's some areas that I can improve. For example, for me, sleep. I could sleep a little bit better. I'm sure that probably doesn't come at a great surprise. But anyways, on this episode of the podcast, we dive into Nick's background, his journey, which is awesome, and then how NeuroPeak Pro is having amazing impacts on uh, executives, athletes, uh, people who are looking to make improvements. It's a pharmaceutical alternative as well, too. So I'm a huge fan of the product. I would highly encourage you to listen to it, even if you're skeptical. Check it out. The The whole team there is fantastic. And I am a firm believer of what they're doing over at NeuroPeak Pro. So tune in to this episode of the podcast. Enjoy it and check out NeuroPeak Pro. Nick, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Thanks, Matt. I am glad to be here with you today. Looking forward to the conversation. 
Should be a lot of fun. I know you're bringing uh, a lot of fire and excitement for what you guys got going on, both within your company and also in your world as well, too. So, you know, if you're willing, I'd love just to get a little background on you personally and then obviously dive into the the company side of things, you know, as well. And I'd love just to sort of hear, you know, both stories if you're willing. Yeah, for sure. So I took kind of a unique path to the mental health field. Uh, I actually have an undergrad in finance, went to school for that, figured I would uh, be working on retirement planning for the rest of my life, looked forward to that. I uh, actually got my wife a job working here for the company right after we got married and saw uh, really some of the cool things that they were doing here. It was a brand new company, brand new startup company at the time. And uh, I, I happened to know the owner, uh, one of the guys who started it. So had had some different conversations, uh, learned a little bit more about what they were doing. Uh, it was very clear that I, I had taken psychology 101 as my only mental you know, health class in college. That's all right. You know, you can learn as you go. So I, I uh, quit what I was doing, joined the team here, and uh, I've kind of grown with the company. Been here for uh, a little over 13 years now. Went back and got a master's in psychology and uh so I, I, have a, I have a pretty fun job right now. Uh, I've seen uh, NeuroPeak grow from a, a small little office in Granville, Michigan. Now we've got clients all over the world. We work with, uh, still work with tons of individuals, a lot of families. Uh, we have corporate wellness programs. We have pro athletes and, and teams that we work with. And my role as the VP of clinical services, I, I have a really fun job. I get to kind of bridge the gap between the, the business side of things, those operations, and then the clinical side, uh, working with our great staff and brain coaches, helping people to enhance their brain performance. So it's, it's, it's a perfect fit for me. Yeah, I love that. So I got I got to ask the, the elephant in the room question for myself. If your wife wasn't working for the company, do you think you would have considered joining the team? I, I would not have known anything about it, <laughs> quite honestly. Love that, love that. You know, it's, the wife was the big draw. I get it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Uh, I saw the fun she was having here and her personal experience with it, and it was a God thing. I was like, no, this was the path for me. Yeah. Amazing. So, so give, give the basis for, for, you know, the, the, the elevator pitch, but also sort of the mission statement for what, for what, you know, NeuroPeak Pro is trying to do and trying to accomplish. And, and then we'll sort of just guide, I, I've got a bunch of questions and, and also sort of a personal background with the, with the mental health thing that I can share a little bit, but we'd just love to, you know, what's the mission statement? What's, what's, what are we trying to accomplish here? Yeah, for sure. I think the, the way that we look at what we're doing is, is we're basically a brain, a brain gym or a gym for your brain. And so we have people, our, our roots are very much clinical, working with people with diagnosed conditions like ADHD, anxiety, sleep disorders, those types of things, offering a, a non-pharmaceutical intervention to help with those issues. But what we found over time is that a lot of those things that we were doing for that population lend themselves to people that are already functioning well. You, you don't need to be diagnosed with something. You don't need to be struggling significantly to improve your brain performance. Uh, when we're working with a pro athlete, they're already world-class in their job, in their profession. They're just looking to see, hey, can I get like two or 3% better? Because that might be the difference between an average career and an all-pro career. So looking for those, those small competitive advantages to help people to, to reach their full potential. 
So it, it started as an alternative to, hey, you don't want to be on some form of you know pharmaceutical or working supplementary uh, to maybe an ADHD medication or something along those lines, and then evolved into be like, wow, not only are we a solution for somebody who's hurting or in pain or looking for alternatives, but we can be a, how do you go sort of quote unquote from good to great concept and just straight up improve where you are to your at, even if it's not broken per se. Exactly, Matt. And and I think the way we're able to do that is, so like in the mental health field, it's very much symptom driven. You know, everything is, is revolved around diagnosing symptoms that we see on the outside and then treating those symptoms. Well, our approach has always been, let's look past the symptoms, the things we can see on the outside, and let's look at the brain because that's the organ that's driving the symptoms. So the better we can understand the brain and the rest of the autonomic nervous system, the better then we're going to be able to develop a training plan. And as we strengthen the brain through, uh, through a variety of interventions, which we can talk more about, you find that the brain improves. And by improving the brain, then those symptoms start to improve. So if it's a kid with you know, advanced focus issues like ADHD, improving how the brain is firing helps with that. Well, we've got plenty of, of uh, very busy individuals who work with in a corporate setting who find that, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just a little bit harder to focus than they like. So we can apply those same techniques and same tools to help to strengthen their brain to just help them to focus just a little bit better. Love that. So, you know, how so I, I work out at a gym and I, I've got some friends who are trainers and they sort of jokingly say, but it's not, not that jokingly, is that not only are they a physical trainer, but they're also sort of an emotional therapist, right? The whole time they're working out with people, uh, it's not only just teaching them how to lift weights or stretch or injury prevention, but it's also, you know, just, just talking to them, right? And there's some clients who don't even care about the workout. They just want somebody to talk to. How much of your work is not just starting with the brain, but is it looking at sleep patterns, dieting, exercise, those, you know, is it a full scale approach or is it, you know, specifically brain and then everything else sort of follows? How do you typically balance that? Yeah, it's a, it's a very comprehensive approach because all of those things factor in. And I think it's great, you know, and in some senses, maybe your friends maybe think otherwise that they have to be that, that mental coach too at times, but there's more acceptance and awareness out there in the community now to be able to have those conversations where before people would maybe have a tendency to just bottle all of that up. I think the first step is just being willing to talk about it. But yeah, while our focus at NeuroPeak is primarily going to be top down, you know, working on the brain first, and that's going to feed into the rest of the nervous system in the body. We do want to get a very good understanding of, yeah, what is your exercise level? like? What is your nutrition like? What is your sleep hygiene? Because then as we're going through, our, typically it's a three-month program for folks, which is a combination of the neurofeedback and biofeedback. We also have our brain coaches that are then educating our clients along the way too about improvements they can make in their nutrition, in their exercise, in their sleep hygiene. So that's why to me, getting a good baseline at the very beginning of where what we are working with at the beginning helps us to set up that game plan that's going to lead to the most success down the road. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, one of the I, I want to dive in sort of the the 
what's the approach? What is, you know, practically looking about doing, you know, I'll call them for, for dump. Are, are they called training sessions or what's the, what's the lingo that you guys use? Yeah. I like to call them a training session. Okay, perfect. I want to make sure I'm not, you know, not tripping over myself with bad, no, yeah. but um, I want to dive into sort of what a, what a standard training session looks like, but something that uh, one of the reasons I was certainly interested in talking with you guys and, and obviously doing a show is that I've had seven concussions between various different sports injuries and also just being a bit of a reckless uh, young, dumb idiot and just some very various different things. Right. And some of them recovered well, and uh, you wouldn't even have known much. And, you know, one of them, I, for example, don't remember the day before the day of or the day after. And I've had to go through plenty of like the neuropsych eval experiences and saw, you know, the initial test score post concussion and then follow up like some different improvements and exercises. And so just hearing that you guys do that day in and day out and, and not only is it injury, you know, related to, to helping somebody recover, but it's also, hey, how do we take whatever baseline you're at, whether you're a pro athlete, uh, an executive or just, you know, somebody who's looking to get better. And how do we take that to the next level? So I was just really fascinated by that. So a little bit of a personal story that, you know, might, might sort of help shape a little bit of some, where, where some of my questions are coming from. No, that's great. So let's spend a little time on, on that whole head injury piece here for a second. Uh, you know, we work with a lot of uh, professional football players. So high prevalence of head injuries there. And, and one of our teams, so again, I mentioned we work with teams as well as individual athletes. Well, one of our teams, we, uh, we, I was meeting with their training staff this past summer before the season, before training camp, and we were talking about the next season and some of the new things we wanted to do. And their directive to us, we've been there with the team for a couple of years, was, hey, we want to have extreme usage. We want the, more guys than ever using the equipment. We want to get the most out of this. We want to just, you know, whatever you think we should be doing, let's do said, okay, well, um, you've been doing a lot of great stuff, but let's take what we do in our brain performance centers. So the best of the best equipment, the best uh, imaging techniques and, and equipment, and let's put it right in your locker room. Let's put it right in the training room. And so what that allowed us to do is to do these full brain maps on, on these NFL guys. And there's always a series of questions we ask the individuals before we hook them up just to get some understanding of what we're looking at. And and one of the guys, I said, okay, so how many, how many head injuries have you had? And he just looked at me and he goes, well, you know, how many that the team knows about or how many that I've really had? I'm like, oh, this is going to be a bad answer then. And, and he's like, I probably had hundreds in my life. You know, I'm a lineman. And so sure enough, we looked at his brain and it was just a mess. I mean, this guy was functioning well. He's a pro football player. There's a lot of issues going on in his brain. And, and it actually was, was very striking to me because – uh, we were in the midst of a clinical trial on memory loss. So I was used to looking at all these scans of brains of people in their 60s and 70s with advanced memory loss. And this guy's brain had a lot of similarities to that. Like, oh man, this is not good. So we were able though, to develop a, a very specific training protocol for him using the neurofeedback. And uh, we had him do a couple months of the training and we were able to remap his brain and it was a brand new brain. I mean, all of the all of the issues that we saw, kind of the just the the log jam of activity in his brain we had seen this summer was completely gone. And, and he was sleeping better and feeling more focused and was having the best season of his career. So it was really cool to show him, you know, what had changed in his brain. And he's like, Yeah, Nick, that's great. I'm a better football player. It's helping me on the field, but this is gonna help me for my quality of life 
for the next 50 years. And it, it just, it just hits home. Like, yeah, you know, we're doing this peak performance work, but, but they're, they're still a regular human being too. And if we can strengthen that brain, uh, it, it's going to have huge, uh, positive consequences for the rest of their life. At some point we'll take a conversation offline because certainly exploring that uh, is fast. It would be fascinating for me as, you know, uh, a potential, you know, client, because that's, you know, just exploring that as well too. And I've always kind of wondered, you know, what can you, so having as many concussions as I've had, but also I run a tech startup and I'm, you know, quote unquote, high functioning and, and active lifestyle, you know, uh, what do you do with it while you're alive? It seems like so many studies and, and, and uh, you know, brain, you know, people looking at everything with pro athletes who have died. It's, it's a lot of brains of people who have, who, who are dead, not necessarily current. And so that's why I love is that it's, it's current improvements. It's constant improvements. And I, I think it's fascinating what you guys are doing. And so a uh, quick question on that, the football case, you know, it, during the course, obviously he was still playing while you're doing these improvements did he get any head injuries, whatever you're comfortable sharing, but like, was there any him getting rattled and you saw sort of the immediate reflection of that? Was there any sort of immediate feedback from some of those things? Yeah. Well, thankfully he made it through the season injury free, uh, which is always a good thing. Uh, you know, but it speaks to, you know, we've, we've learned more about the human brain in the last 10 or 15 years than we had in all of human history beforehand. So we know now with certainty about neuroplasticity and our brain's ability to change and adapt. We're, we're con our brain's constantly learning, but we're also now very aware of neurogenesis and how our brain is producing new cells every day. So your brain is actually growing. And uh, depending on you know, several factors, uh, this is going to happen well into uh, late stages of life. So yeah, you can change and improve how your brain is functioning, even with a series of head injuries or a history of, of whatever. If you make the changes and you do the necessary work, our brains are amazing. And, and, and you can see improvements really at any age. That's cool. So I got to ask, and, and I, I'm sure this might be a controversial question, but you know, you mentioned early on uh, a, a non-pharmaceutical approach. You know, I, I know Adderall and, and ADHD medication is such a hot topic all the time. And there's people who think they need it that they don't, the people who don't need it that they do, you know, those sorts of things. Are, are you guys, do you take the stance that the goal is to help a patient get off a, a, a prescription drug like an Adderall? Or, you know, how do you sort of work with that, I guess, is the best way to answer that question or ask that question. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm pretty pragmatic on it, actually. I'm, I'm going to meet the client where they're at. So maybe that's a really weak stance to take. Um, you know, personally, I'm not anti-medication. I've seen plenty of instances where somebody can benefit from medication. I think, though, as a society, we run there way too quickly. Uh, it, it's really become... Instead of being one of the options for a lot of these conditions, in the minds of most, it's the only option. And so what we want to be able to come along and say is, no, no, th there is a different option than a medication because even the best medications, they're not fixing anything. They're masking the symptoms because typically as soon as you stop taking the medication, the symptoms are all going to return. So we're actually more interested in finding a training plan or an intervention that will help in the short term, but more importantly, help in the long term. And that's where, you know, the combination of the neurofeedback 
nutrition, exercise, sleep. These are all great, healthy things to be doing that have more of a lasting benefit than just putting a Band-Aid on something for a short-term fix. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. And uh, so walk me through whatever trade secrets you're allowed to share. Walk me through sort of a standard session or say I start today and I'm going to go do five brain sessions. Sort of walk me through what are we working on? What would be like a standard exercise? You know, that side of things, whatever you're, you know, certainly comfortable sharing. Oh yeah, no, no problem. You know, we're in interesting times, you know, as we're recording this, we're all locked down yet. And uh, so we have offices where people historically have come in and they have evaluations and they do their program. Uh, we've been closed and we really don't know when we'll be allowed to reopen. Uh, so thankfully about a year and a half ago, we launched an online neurofeedback platform. It's actually a kind of a little cool headband with an EEG sensor. It's a little, little button type thing that you put on your head and it measures your brain waves and you actually download our app and, and you can do our program at home. So that's been a lifesaver here uh, through COVID. So we, we were able to take the people that were in our offices and they could, if they weren't already doing our in-home or mobile program, they could do it that way. And then we've been inundated with people reaching out to, to be able to, to do our program um, at home now. But everything starts with an initial evaluation where we measure your brainwave activity. Again, go beyond just how you feel or the symptoms that you see, but let's measure the electrical current in your brain. So right on this little app, uh, we can be looking at basically how fast or slow your brain is going. We have all these different brainwaves, kind of like a speedometer. And look, is is on that note is speed uh are you a i'm gonna i'm gonna ask a really dumb rudimentary question <laughs> no. if your brain is moving really fast does that mean you are quote unquote a smart person or and you know a, computing really quickly is it is it literally speed equals better results better processing all all around better and slow is bad or sort of what's the correlation there and asking in the dumbest way, dumbest way possible. No, no, not at all. It's a question I've been asked a ton. And it's not necessarily correlated to intelligence necessarily. Now, it may appear that way. Like if you have a brain that does have a tendency to go slow or zone out, now you may not process things well. So it may make you appear to not be as sharp. But I've worked with so many brilliant people that we just need to speed their brain up to help them focus. Um, flip side, yeah, uh, if your brain is going too fast, uh, one, it may help you to process things quickly, but it can also make you very impulsive at times too, because you're just firing, 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 and you make mistakes or decisions too quickly that are wrong because you didn't take that extra split second to kind of think it through, if you will. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm a, a little bit of tail between the legs on the impulsive side of things. So I, I, I get it. I'm, I'm tracking now. Yeah. There's some good and bad with all of this, you know? So what for we're sure. looking for is the right balance. So we work with a ton of people that are just stressed. Okay. It could be for any number of reasons. And so typically then when you look at their brain, they have an abundance of what are called high beta brainwaves. These are the fight or flight brainwaves. So we all have those brainwaves, but those folks are just producing more than normal. So we're able to quantify it and we're able to go beyond um, just this, hey, Nick, I feel stressed or I'm always stressed. It's like, well, no, I can look directly at their brain and say, yes, I can see it. Let me show it to you. 
And so that gives us that baseline to say, hey, how bad is it? What are we working with and how far are we from where we need to go? So then we, then we set out on this three-month training program for them where, again, it can all be done at home. Uh, you work with one of our brain coaches. So the brain coach helps you to kind of set up your goals, what you're training for, and then they show you how to use the neurofeedback. And, and neurofeedback is really cool. It's, it's, it's what the simplest exercise you can do. You get to watch movies or videos. So we've identified that hot spot on your brain. We teach you how to put the sensor there for training. You pull up the app on your phone, and we have all these little, little uh, video games that you can play. Or you can watch videos. So you can pick like anything you want on YouTube, and you turn it on on your app, and you start to play it. And the key is your brain is playing the video. So when your brain is nice and calm and doing what we want it to do, your video plays. You're going to get positively reinforced. But we know, because we, we did that baseline, that there's little periods of time when you get this little surge of activity in the brain. The brain just goes a little too fast. Well, the split second that happens, that little sensor on your head picks that up, and it makes your screen go dark and cuts out your sound. You get this feedback that says, hey, Matt, don't do that. And it's this repetition over time. Your brain is going to get the same feedback at the same point over and over and over. It starts to figure out, okay, I don't know why. But when I'm over here, I get the reward. When I go over there, I don't. Well, I want the reward, so I'm going to spend more time over here. So you've conditioned or trained your brain to spend more time in that calm, relaxed state so you feel less stressed. So it's a really high-tech reward system, basically. On the, on the stress analogy, uh, somebody walks in, they're stressed. Do you ever just say, uh, Hey, yeah, we can do some brain work, but you just need to like get over that girlfriend you broke up with or that boyfriend you broke up with. Like, yeah, that's, that's stress. And that could be brain based, but also like, that's just life circumstance. And obviously you're not going to be that, you know, I would be the worst empathetic person when it comes to that. But like, is there any just like, you know, Hey, yes, we can do some brain work, but maybe that's not the issue here. No, that's a great point because that's where that initial evaluation comes into play. Because sometimes somebody will come in, yeah, I'm really struggling. And you look at their brain and their brain looks really good. You're like, okay, yeah, I mean, we, we can maybe help a little bit. I think every brain can get a little bit stronger. But, then, but you do have that conversation with them and say, hey, this might not be the only thing you need to be working on. Maybe there's something else that you can be working on that will have even more benefit for you. So having that, that objective data to look at to inform decision making is so important so if i'm uh not pursuing neuro or i'm not you know diving into a long session but i want to improve my brain as the average person what's like one thing or exercise or you know what what's like kind of the first step i can do to helping my brain from a natural sort of hack at home type yeah, simplest thing to do that everybody should be able to do is be active. Get some exercise. Get get moving. Uh, so much great data on how exercise is huge for our brain health. And I know there's always excuses why we can't do it, but if, if there's just one thing you're gonna do, try to try to be active. I like that. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, startup founder and I go through, uh, 
remarkable highs and lows, both stress-wise, emotionally, whether we're raising capital, I'm stressed all the time. I'm awake from one to five in the morning. Whether we're not raising capital, I may be only awake from one to two in the morning. Sounds like a lovely life for sure. <laughs> but so so there's definitely some very ebb and flows of you know the the course of my life, as it's true for everybody. So do I want to pursue this type of work during a low moment or do I want to pursue this type of work during a high moment or do I want to pursue this type of work during what I consider to be normal, whatever that is? Matt, that that is a great question that I've been asked a lot over the years. And I think it varies for everybody. There's no wrong time to try to improve yourself. Usually those, in my experience, there's the catalyst though for it, whether it's it's our program to, to specifically work on your brain health or somebody who is looking to join a gym. There's something that triggers it. And, and I, I, we really view this like exercise. So I would look at it. If you are in a very stressful period of your life and you're just like, wow, I, my quality of life is not good. Well, there's no better time to be working on yourself and trying to help yourself to get through that. And I've had people say that over the years, they're like, wow, I've had a really like life got really bad for me right after I started your program and I almost quit. But I, I can't imagine having gone through this without you know strengthening my brain. I think I got through it better because I was working on my brain. So I've seen that. I also see it in periods like we have right now where people are stuck at home. They can't go out. They can't do things. They're kind of bored. Um, take advantage of the time, like do the work right now. These are 20 minute sessions a few times a week and you're sitting at home anyway. Take advantage of the time you've been given and, and focus on yourself. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. So somebody who wants to take the next step forward with you guys, what's what's sort of the best way to do that? Yeah, again, we, uh, we always direct people to our website. We've got a lot of great resources there. You can read testimonials. Uh, so our website is neuropeakpro.com. And uh, again, we've got tons of uh, things for them to learn about more in depth about our different programs. It's not just one program. We've got a variety of programs for folks. They can learn about our corporate wellness. They can learn about our work with athletes and teams. They can work, uh, learn about our individual programs. We have locations there for the different research and the science behind what we do and then opportunities to hop in and talk to somebody uh, at, at NeuroPeak about uh, their particular situation and how we might be able to help them out. So I just always send everybody to the website, neuropeakpro.com. Yeah, I love that. At the end of the day, you know, what is it that, you know, you guys hope to accomplish with this company, with each individual? I mean, if, if you can leave your mark in the world and, you know, each individual brain sort of what's, what's, what's the goal that you guys are, you know, striving towards? Yeah, I'll speak for myself personally here first is, again, shared my story at the beginning. And I, I, I've always had a desire to help people. And that's why I originally thought, well, if I can help them to you know, have, have money in their bank account at the end to enjoy retirement, that'd be a, a worthwhile thing. Uh, but then being able to, to hop into a career and a company that probably has a direct, more direct impact uh, on folks even beyond that and, and to and to know that people are entrusting us with their brain or their child's brain every single day and that they're entrusting us to help them to improve the quality of their life. That is a pretty noble thing. 
and it's it's something that we don't take lightly. And um, it's it's an honor to be able to to be in a field and for a company that is really all about helping people improve the quality of their life, no matter where they're at. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Well, Nick, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. It's been fantastic. Is there anything else you want to leave the audience with? No, Matt. Again, I, I just uh, really proud of our team and the work that we do, uh, regardless of what's going on in the world. So I, I just really encourage your listeners to to check our website out, neuropeakpro.com, learn more about what we're doing and how we may be, may be able to help them out. That's amazing. Thank you so much.